Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margot Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Healthy Energy with Margot. It's another magical Monday. It's a sunny Monday. Thank you so much for joining us live. If you're live, Facebook, we're on Facebook Live. And whether you're listening to the recording, if you are live and would like to ask a question during the show, we'd love to have you call in at 1-866-472-5792. My guest today is Linda Adsets. Linda lives in White Rock, and she's here with me live today, which is fun for me just to have a conversation live with somebody. <laughs> in 1998, Linda began searching for a way to alleviate the stresses accumulated from owning a family business. Meditation was her starting point that led her down a path of self-discovery. Linda calls it going down the rabbit hole, and what an adventure it continues to be. Linda inspires her clients and readers to shift their lives into one of more ease, joy, and abundance. Linda has been teaching, facilitating readings and healings for over 18 years. Her experience includes six years training in mediumship, Reiki master teacher, EFT, animal communication, access consciousness, bars practitioner, and three years in Toastmasters. A part of Linda's journey included owning a pet store for six years and a metaphysical wellness center for three years in Ontario. So welcome, Linda. Thank you. Thanks for, for joining me, me today. This We're, is so much fun. I know. Yeah. How do you like that? So our topic of conversation today is go for your joy. So Linda, share a little bit about you and what does go for your joy mean or how you came about? Okay, so um, go for the joy. I moved from Ontario in the end of 2007 and we, um, I had an email list for my business at the Soul Spa and I decided to write weekly messages Um Kind of just like a newsletter, right? I thought I just want to develop and ha- keep having communication with these customers and friends that were had come into the business. And uh, so that's what I did. But then at some point, I would hear this um, conversation from, um, I call them the group. So a group of beings, that because I've done mediumship work. And it was like, oh, these voices here, they've got something to say. They've got something to add to the story I was telling. And so I ended up here when I'd write it out. And then at the end, they'd say, go for the joy. Mm. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and they were counseling me on and how to be um, more joyful and not to let things bother me. So that was the beginning of it all. And it just kind of expanded into weekly messages and it became, um, I've got it tattooed on the back of my neck. And it became kind of this touch point for me. So go for the joy is so different for everyone because everyone's got different things that make them joyful. And this morning when I was thinking about this, I heard a lot of people think life's happening to them when in actual fact life happens through you. So... What I mean is, and that's a perspective, mm-hmm. and not everyone 
gets that all the time or understands it because often when you're in the midst of crap you think that life is happening to you oh exactly and you want to make someone else wrong for it and point fingers and poor me and I get that you know we've all had our we've, we've all, all been there our, done that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all been and continue to have our moments oh for sure we do we're human yeah in that way that life life happens and sometimes you get stuck in the creating yeah poo patties yeah <laughs> But don't you find the more tools you have, and, and, and it almost has to be multiple tools to kind of take out to help you move through stuff and yes. to move you forward. So what tools are you talking about? Well, I can think of a number of them right on my head. <laughs> <laughs> <What> is you. <laughs> Meditation is a huge like was a starting point for me. And meditation is a way just to calm your ner- nervous system down and, and to get into a space of no thought some of the time when you're doing it because our brain just wants to keep thinking and thinking thoughts. And the meditation helps you to understand, to notice those thoughts and not get caught up in them. So that's another going down the rabbit hole and that's not the one I talked about. <laughs> but... Okay, so my husband and I were driving to the ferry, and my husband went, you know, they don't have any security on this ferry. Like, you know, people could drive on with a bomb, and like all those people. And I said, why would you even think about that? He says, well, I don't know. I said, does it make you feel good? And he said, no. And he said, well, then stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. So that's a choice. Meditation helps you to become aware of the fact that you have choices in how you think about things, how long you want to think about things. So we are always at choice for how we choose to see things, our perspective on them. One of my biggest tools also is to understand the universe has my back. And that's that's hard for a lot of people to understand that if they're in the midst of crap. Uh, if you look at people and their lives and horrible stuff going on and, and you can't, you know, what's the reason behind it? But we never know what another person's path is mm-hmm. and what their life is about. So all we can do is offer a space for them as they're going through that and helpfully give them some tools that they might be able to use. So Margot has a tool. We both have tools from Access Consciousness, which is asking the question, right? Questions are, you know, the more and more in each show that I do and the people that I have on, it comes back to question, choice, and go for it and receive it. Like Carlina, I was talking to Carlina, if you're listening, Carlina, (laughs) um, this morning, and she said, choose and be willing to receive. Yes. So that's another one. And maybe it's being willing to receive a smile as you walk down the street from somebody or, you know, a friend just saying something to you. Maybe you need a good kick in the pants sometimes to get out of your stuff. And that that's why you have certain people in your life, I think, is to be able to have those people. Like yeah. you and I had a conversation last week and you, you were a gift to me that day. And, you know, Carlina today, it's, it's having those people that, when you are a little bit more stuck is to those are that's one of the tools yeah phone a friend (laughs) (laughs) that is that is i also love abraham's work which is so simple abraham um is channeled by esther hicks and that is like and it's so simple it's and people overlook it because it's so flipping simple but it's like think a better thought you can't where you are so say 
um, people, okay, say that people are depressed, mm-hmm. right? And the way out of depression actually is anger, because anger is that energy that's going to move you forward. But people aren't aren't comfortable around angry people, and so they throw judgment at that, and then the person will often back off from that and and go into Period. depression. So what you what you want to do is move through the emotions. So yeah, you're depressed, and then you get pissed off because you're fed up with being depressed. I mean that's a it, that's what happens. You're just like I can't do this anymore, and and so you can be angry. But you're moving through, so it's moving through and not getting stuck in any one emotion. And that that's the point. So you just move through, and you find the one thought that will make you feel a little bit better. It could be as simple as things always get better for me, which is my experience. And I've said to myself. You know, it always gets better. I don't know how it's going to get better, but it's always going to get better. It can, you know, and so everyone's got to find their own little thing that makes Mm -hmm. them feel just that little bit better to move them forward. And sometimes it really is a case of three steps forward and two back. But it's knowing that (laughs) I I was as I was listening this morning to to my guys as I'm kind of thinking about this, and they reminded me it's kind of like your favorite pair of jeans right and you throw them in the wash and you throw them in the dryer and then you put them on and you're like oh they're a little bit snug but you know they're going to loosen up <laughs> they you know they're going to expand to accommodate you and so that's what life does life will expand to accommodate you if you believe in that so um just think of your favorite pair of jeans think of things you want to do step into it because life will accommodate that and be uh, support you. Have you found that in your mm-hmm. life, Margo? Well, when you take a step forward, there was even something I posted on Facebook. It's just take that little bit, even if it's just a tiny little step. Yeah. You feel better. I mean, I know I uh, there's certain things I've put off doing and, and in getting them done in the last little bit. It's like, yes, that feels good just to complete the task, get on. And then it kind of frees up your energy, I think, too. So it that does. when you're, you know, contemplating something, sometimes I look at procrastination Sometimes I can call it that, or sometimes something else has to fall into place. And if I allow my own space of my own energy, then it will, when I get to the point, it's like all the pieces have to be together. And then all of a sudden I can move and go Mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. But if I make myself on some levels, it doesn't work. But then if it's just a little bit of something or shift it up, maybe do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Change up what you're doing. Yeah. I had a friend tell me that. She said, just start with one thing. You've got all this filing to do. Don't look at the whole picture. Just pull out a file folder and start with one thing. And it's so easy, and yet it works. It really works. So it's um, life is really interesting. And if you can look at it as interesting, then it really does become interesting. <laughs> it's it's true. Really it's, interesting. It's, it's going back into being grateful for things and, ooh, I wonder what I can do today mm. or what fun I can have or mm. what joy I can create in my own world and the people around you. Yeah. One of the other tools is the light heavy tool, and that's access consciousness. Mm-hmm. But it's also Abraham talks about. It. It's like when you're, when you're um, feeling really heavy, the energy is super heavy. It's like it's because you're not aligned with who you truly are. Mm. So there's a part of you that goes, this feels awful. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That part of you that's so connected to the universe that you can access through meditation become is like 
telling you by that awful pit in your stomach that, you know, when your whole body's kind of, it's saying, no, that's not for you. Don't, you know, find a better way to, to think about things. Find another way of doing things or don't do something. We've got all sorts of information at our fingertips because our bodies are so freaking intelligent. They want to tell us what's going on. So the light heavy is, um, you give an example. Um, I would say light and heavy. One time I was, time was an issue, still is at times. But this one particular moment I was feeling really, really rushed and having to go somewhere. And getting almost like panicked of, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. And then I just asked the question, who does it belong to? Yeah. And it just, like, it felt so light that this is not mine and we'll let it go. And I was fine. And I got there on time and it was all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I play with that with with many things as I want to choose something. Is this light for me? And just get a sense of it. I'll muscle test my body, actually, if just kind of does this feel like it's something that's energetically compatible with me or something that ooh, get away from. Yeah. So it's Google muscle testing, guys, to find out, you know, how you can get in tune with what your body's um trying to let you know in terms of food the clothes you're wearing what things are contribution to your life there's until you start playing with it you don't trust the stuff you know this the more you use it the more you trust the information coming through and you're not second guessing yourself Mm -hmm. so much and then um it really helps create a foundation to jump off from when you trust the universe is back and you trust the information coming through. I got to tell you when the intuition and spirit, um, whatever you want to call it is never negative. When you've got thoughts coming into your head, when spirit, you want to call them angels, whatever is speaking to you, there's nothing negative about it. And if there is, that's not, not that's not the best thing to be listening to. Always encouraging, always inspiring, always trying to move you through into a, to a direction that is, be, uh, I hesitate to say better because that's a judgment, but a, the better for you, right? Something that feels lighter and easier and more joyous. And, um, and these are all just things we learn as we go along um, when you're willing to delve in a little bit. So it's, um, it can be very, very simple. Or you can make it very, very complex. And there's a lot of complex um, ideas out there that are kind of uh, going down the rabbit hole in really interesting ways that I love exploring. (laughs) Well, let's go to a break. And when we come back, explore the rabbit hole. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. 
live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. I'm here with Linda and... Linda, you mentioned going down the rabbit hole. What do you mean by that? <laughs> it can be taken almost two different ways. <laughs> well, I think um, it began when I started meditating. And then and I started to get images when I was meditating and that were like 3D, like right in front of me, like looking at you. And it was startling. And so I was in, I had a pet store at that point, And that's the pet store got business with family made me search out a way to calm myself down and meditating was the very first thing I did and we um and through that I met people in the store and one of the elder lady older ladies that came in to buy treats for little Jack Russell and I'm talking to her about my experiences because I talked to her before about different stuff and she said oh you need to go and see my uh, daughter she's having a meditation class so I, she gave me the information. It was the spirit, local spiritualist church, which is, they do proof of survival. And so I went down there, and it wasn't a meditation class. It was a healing class. <laughs> so that was kind of my foray into ener- doing energy work and um, natural healing at the church, and then Reiki, and, and then the Access Consciousness Bars. But all of that, it just leads you deeper because you, you get in from when you're working with someone. I'm sure you felt that when you're working with someone, when you get hands on someone um, or on their feet, as in Margot's case, you start to get uh, a sense of that person primarily. So primarily, it's not that we see everyone's secrets. Primarily, what I when my hands are on someone like that. All I, I look at them and I think, you are the most beautiful being I have ever seen. I am so in love with you right now. And I do not say that lightly because that's my experience every single time I'm in a session with someone either doing a rating or doing bars or just doing energy work. I just see the beauty of someone. And it's like um, the group says, you are a magnificent being of light and love, period. No ands, ifs, or buts. Because that's all we are. All the rest is just stuff. There is no um, judgment about anything we do. We're the ones judging ourselves. No one really care. No one. <laughs> the universe, God's source, really doesn't care what we do to get to where we're going. Now, there are less, as, as uh, Neil Donald Walsh said, arduous journeys. <laughs> so their journeys are easier. I can do it the hard way. But God, the universe source is like, okay, whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. 
So when you're, for me, when I'm with a client, that's what I sense. You know, I like to kind of support the space and create the space for them to find an easier way to create their life Mm -hmm. and their health and have more ease in their body. But if they're not willing to be teased into that, if they're not open to that, then I'm like, oh, well, you hold <laughs> I did my best. Yeah. I did my best. And and you just have to let it go because you may not see immediate results and you may never know how you change someone's life, but you always change someone's life. So whether it's in conversations like this, conversations one-on-one with a stranger you've met, your energy shifts worlds. It really is the butterfly effect. It sure does. Like just, and it, it's interesting you say when you work with clients, that's how you see them. Because I remember the first time years ago I was working at Sage and Colleen had really encouraged me to buy a chair and come in and do reflexology. And after everybody went back in the chair, I thought, oh, they're just like angels. Like they, I just saw that beauty in them. And what if we could take that to everybody that we meet is to see the beauty and look for the good in them. Yeah. So yeah. that we bring out that. And you're very good at doing that. You go out in the community and you, you're out having a coffee and you're talking to people. Oh, and thank you. No, I mean, I've heard stories and, and maybe you want to share one with with our with our listeners, just one an example story. so that you kind of, you know, if you're out doing something, I know Peter's very good at doing this as well, but. No, I don't know whether there's one example. Okay, I'm hearing, there is, like, I'm getting this, no, this is it, I'm listening and they're going, okay, tell this story. So behind my coffee store, um, there's a group of sits, you know, and the people are kind of in and out. And, and lovely people. And it's just a, a start to my day with a coffee and some conversation. But there's a young man that that pops in and his name is Ryan and he's autistic. And so he'll come bopping over and he introduces himself and he remembers your name and he's just lovely. And he always has, he always says, life couldn't get any much better. That's how he says it. Life couldn't get any much better. Remember that. Every silver cloud is aligning. And I'm like, whoa. I said to him once, I said, Ryan, you're just a ray of sunshine. He goes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. But interesting is, so if you ask him questions, he'll offer information. If you don't, you just kind of get a loop of this, like couldn't get any, you know, that kind of stuff. But he has a, he's 27, he's got a 29-year-old girlfriend um, with Down syndrome, and they meet and have date nights and stuff. He lives in a group home, though his parents are very much involved in his life. And you can see with this young man that's got so much um, great energy around him. Joy. Joy. Yeah, a tremendous amount of joy. And and who works um, part-time, you know, with different um, organizations. But also, the the words that come out of his mouth sometimes, he used the word culmination. I went, oh, my goodness, you're, you, there's a lot going on because his speech is a little bit difficult to understand sometimes. So it's just so there was that. And then another conversation, um, this woman introduced herself. I was sitting talking to another woman, and, and I said, what's your name? And she says, Helen. And, and Ryan's standing there, and he goes, Helen of Troy, and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's a great reference from this, <laughs> you know, special needs person, not special needs at all, just functions differently. And so anyway, one day Ryan was leaving and he hugged me. And 
I don't know whether anyone realized, but autistic people are really not touchy-feely people. Mm. So for him to hug me, it was such like, like such a gift. So I hope that he, you know, that I've been as much a gift in his life as he is in my life. But those are the small interactions that really lift me up and inspire me. Um, the gifting of money to people uh, on the street at the stop signs, you know, I don't have a problem with it because, and I've even had some conversations with them because they desire that connection, you know, that human connection. They de- they desire it. Them, they want, like we all do, they want to be acknowledged. Hi, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I I see you. Well, and you're very good at that because I think you hold space. You're not afraid of them. You're just, you're genuinely interested in them. And I do admire that about you because mm. I know at the bars exchanges, you share many stories where you've, you know, help somebody, you know, maybe took home a homeless person and <laughs> that girl. Oh, that and, story. <laughs> you know, like, but you're out there changing community, bringing joy to somebody else where somebody, you know, another person might look at them and judge them for, yeah, you know, you're yeah. on the street, you're doing this or whatever. And I have to let you know that I'm also, I'm also listening to my intuition. Yeah. Like, I will just be, you know, like something says, go over there and talk to that person, you know, or, or even I driven back to do something, to give money or to offer a ride or something. Um, and I tell people this and they go, how can you do that? And I said, I trust my intuition. Mm. There are people that I will drive by that I will, you know, I might say hello to, you know, if I'm walking by, but I won't do more than that. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I trust when I'm guided to do something that, that there's a reason behind it and it's going to change their world in whatever way that is. So... That's kind of how I approach. That's good to life. pay attention to your intuition. So maybe we can talk more about that after the next break. We're not oh, going. We're, we're not going break. just yet. But oh. um, <laughs> you're actually spreading joy in their 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 world, right? I hope so. I think so. I hope so. Because you're and recognizing. You know, it's like recognize, like see. Yeah. I see you. Like if yeah. you look right into the eyes of somebody, you see them. Yeah. For who they truly be yeah. and not the rest of the stuff yeah. that... Well, think about in the grocery store lineup. You know, how many times have the audience here um, not not said hello to the cashier, not asked them how their day is going? A lot of people don't because when I do, they stop and look at me and go, thank you for asking. And, and then sometimes human interactions I with know. people. And then sometimes the conversation expands from there, and and I find out some little piece of what's going on in their life, and I can either offer some compassion or you know, and it's all in the matter of what three four minutes as the groceries are going by. Yeah, I did that yesterday with a lady in front of me at the grocery store. We ended up just talking, yeah. and I learned about. Um, feta cheese because she's from the Middle East and she says we don't have any cows there and you know tahini we talked about that and I says yeah. oh you're going to make a lot of hummus because that's what she bought it for and she says there's lots of other other ways to use tahini so when she <laughs> left she says enjoy your tahini <laughs> I, I just yeah. enjoy talking to her yeah. and I, I like doing that because it just yeah. passes the time in a fun easy way well, there was an interesting, I went into a kitchen store about my Vitamix blender to talk to this guy, and I kind of just went straight in the conversation, then I stopped myself, and he started interacting with me, and I stopped myself, and I said, hi, how are you today? <laughs> and he goes, why are you asking? Is something, am I not 
And I said, no, no, I just realized I hadn't acknowledged you. And so I will stop myself and, and step back and do that. Hi, how are you doing today? Why would, you know, like it's very rude to just kind of dive in, <laughs> dive in without, you know, some sort of way in. <laughs> and then his whole demeanor changed. His whole demeanor changed. And we had a lovely interaction. How you know? cool is that? Yeah, he just opened up. It was like, oh, that's why. He said, yeah, I, you know, you're good. And he was a great guy. We had a great time. Cool. In the kitchen store. Nice. So we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about joy. (laughs) Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On Total Health Recovery, from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives. But most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Yes, on the break, Linda and I were talking about going for joy and what brings us joy. And Linda was just saying it is the small things. And that is so true. Yeah. Was yeah, I talking yeah. about the begonias on the break? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll share with you yeah, something I that do. I did today because... Um, from my mom's garden, she used to always have these beautiful tubers in her, tuberous begonias, and every year she'd bring them back. So last year I took them and thought I would keep them and try putting them in my garden, and they came back last year, and they're back again this year, so I was just out watering them. So I, I 
I feel like my mom blooms in my garden, I guess is, is where I'm going with that. Cause I have quite a number of her plants and I just, I just love having them there. <laughs> so that's something that brings me joy is flowers, yeah. obviously in my garden. I'm sure you've heard many references <laughs> over the time. And the fact that it's a small joys, we, we tend to think and, and social media and um, TV programs and reality shows, they make us think that, it's the big things, you know, it's the big vacation, it's a big fancy car, or big shopping trip, or, 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 or take, you know, going skydiving or scuba diving, if you've never done it before, all of those things, you think that's it, because you're, you have a heightened sense of um, life for a while. Mm-hmm. But the small moments are what keeps you the small moments are the tapestry of your life, right? Those so finding the the joy of gardening mm-hmm. and your mom's plants. She's passed, so that's like that memory of her. Her she's her energy's infused in her garden in the stuff that you've got mm-hmm. plant in your garden. So it's infused in your land now. It's the um, you know it's the gentle interactions you have with people or the stuff you have with yourself, and the, and the choices that you make and the fact that just because you make a choice doesn't mean you have to stick with it. You can change your mind. And I've seen people, well, something as simple as um, ordering dinner or starting to eat something at home that you've cooked yourself or someone else has cooked for you and you don't like it and you keep eating it. I mean, why would anyone do that? My husband did that one to day, and polite. I go, why are you, he goes, you're not eating it. I said, I'm not, because it tastes horrible. And he goes, well, I don't want to waste it. And I said, why would you do that? It's not like we're in a third world country with limited resources here. So it's like, if you've made a choice, you can change your mind. You don't have to stick with it. Sometimes you do for a little while, but most often there's lots of little choices we make and then change our mind and think, well, I spent money or, well, I did, you know, I committed to it or, well, but you can change your mind um, and have more joy in your life. Go out for the walk with the dog. So we're allowed Play to change our mind. <laughs> we're allowed to change our mind. I like Oh, and some people do it again. on a dime, right? I'm not one of those that changes my mind on a dime. I have friends that are like, like bang. And I kind of watch how they create. My young friend, Adira, I watch how she creates her life. And I'm like absolutely astounded. But that's her personality. That's how she does it. And she can just do this and this and this. And it's done. Where I tend to be going a little more slowly. But once I'm in, you know, I'm willing to play. And I yeah. think you have to be willing to play with life, right? Like you're playing with all this technology like and the radio playing show. playing with life. That's a good... I like to play. I like to have fun. Yeah. Sometimes I get stuck and I don't. Yeah. And it becomes hard. So then it's, it's coming back to, okay, what brings me happiness? You know, I was pondering that this morning as, you know, you're thinking about the show and just, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? You know, and then being grateful for what I have created already in my life because I do have a pretty amazing life that I don't always acknowledge myself for. So I think that's another thing in, in looking at what brings you joy, acknowledge what you already have and what you've, what you've already created. Yeah. And the people in your life and the things in your life and then pay attention to what brings you, brings you that happiness and, and create more of it. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. (laughs) (laughs) 
and the word ease i was with carlina today and we were just yeah. talking about the word ease and i do like that word but then it's being able to receive the ease of life right right well some people like things to be hard because it's like if i'm working hard then it, uh, then i'm worth something you know like i have to work hard to get what i want so this is what i mean our thoughts are busy there we've been so pre-programmed yes. by our upbringing <clears throat> by our teachers, by society to think that things are a certain way. But how about we just play with, well, what if we could do it this way? What if it didn't have to be hard? What if we could um, make it easier by doing this? And, and what if, here's a big one, guys, what if you're worthy just because you are, just because you exist, you're worth everything? There's no, no judgment about your desires and what you want like that's a big thing people can have big dreams and big desires and people like to stomp on that sometimes and say well who do you think you are <laughs> you know it's but acknowledge acknowledge those own desires in yourself and then see what you can do to create some of that to um show up in your life well and then find the people think that about support your trailer. you margo was down her ranch my ranch. A ranch. This Black Mountain Ranch. We have a trailer. But tell that story, though. Because what? that was, you created that. I created that. That was partly my sister-in-law had a place down there at that point in time. And um, we went down to have a visit. And I just, I saw, wow, okay, this would be great for my husband. This is what I really wanted it for, was for Peter to be able to golf. Because as kids came along, we kind of, you do for your kids. They were in sports, so they did all their... Uh, Peter was the coach, so we spent a lot of time that way. So then I found a way to make it work, and it was, how can I make it work? And for the longest time, I would go down there and just be so grateful that I created it. Now, I've stopped doing that, so I'll have to go back. But I took retirement money out, so I used to look at, this is retirement living now. It's not <laughs> waiting, and this money is so well spent being there in nature, hanging out with friends, golfing. Yeah. yeah. So yes, it's yeah. a lot of joy and fun. This this time it rained, so we got to play some yeah. pool inside. So use different facilities. Yeah. So it's just. But it was a perspective you had on that, you know, and then you made it happen, and you've got a beautiful gift on the weekend. Exactly. Away. Love and it. Just to get away. And it is. It is a beautiful place to be. Yeah. And just an hour door to door. I think Thursday night when we left, we were just there. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah. So what what can we create when we look for fun? <laughs> yeah. What, what's fun for you? You know, yeah. it can be short weekends away. It can be big trips. But unless you allow yourself to dream and then to make small steps towards that, then it's unlikely to um, unfold for you. You know, it's like... The universe wants to open doors for you, but you kind of have to take a step forward for it to meet you. And then doors, people come along, um, you know, someone says, hey, there's a trailer for sale down here. <laughs> you know? Or sometimes it's asking the question. I want to do publicly speak and someone I know that's doing that. And I said, how did you get this gig? And she said, oh, I asked. And I said, oh, well, She's, I said, who do I ask? She said, you can ask me. I'm involved with this. And I said, oh, okay. But if I hadn't have asked her that, she never would have um, offered it to me. 
So in August, I'm doing, uh, I was speaking in, in front of a, uh, I don't know how many people, but doesn't neither here nor there. It's just, if you're not willing to say, well, could you hook me up? You know, people can say yes or they can say no, but we tend to be shy. But if you think about advocating for your children, thank you guys. Like this is, <laughs> I mean, thank you guys because I'm hearing this. We advocate for our children. We ask, you know, we, we make sure that they're being well fed. We walk and talk to their teachers and principals and make sure things are, are going along well for them. If they're having challenges, we're there. We're going to make sure they're supported. But how often do we advocate for ourselves? It's so true. You yeah. know, it's easier to do it for some people, other people. And I've watched that in people marketing or trying to get their business going. It's so much easier to do for somebody else than yourself. Yeah. And yet life can be really simple. Ask for a dream. I would say dream because yeah. I know I stopped dreaming for a while. Yeah. But yeah. then getting back to dreaming, what do you want? Ask for what you want and be willing to receive it. It might not show up the way you think it's oh. going to. <laughs> like this radio show. <laughs> I didn't even know I asked for it. Yeah, it frequently uh. will not show up. Our, our move to BC from Ontario uh, was like that. We'd lived in BC from 1990 to 94. And we left, and I was I was sobbing. I did not want to leave. There was something that when I landed here the first time, it was like I'm home. There was just such a connection for me. And so we spent 11 years in Ontario, and I was determined we were going to come back. I thought we'd be back in five, but it took 11 years. And it was just, I literally started dreaming. I went, I Googled homes for sale in White Rock, and, and then I got, um, I thought, oh, I, if I'm going to dream, I might as well dream big. So I started looking at lottery homes. Um, footnote, I did not get a lottery home. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at this for a while. Too. <laughs> but what it did was open my energy and shift things. And the most, uh, and so the first time something happened, my husband called me and said, uh, someone asked, offered me a job in the Okanagan. And I said, really? Well, that's close. He's going, I don't want to go to the Okanagan. So I said, oh, okay. All right, universe. Yeah, it's working, but <laughs> we need to look closer. So I just kept, I would look at these homes. I would imagine myself living in BC. I would, um, I even dream, you know, I'd think about it as I was going to sleep. And then they took on a life of their own. It was so weird when that happened. You know, there were actual characters showed up that I didn't even know who they were I'd say who are you oh I'm the housekeeper's little boy you know I thought yeah I know that it's like what are you doing in this car that I imagined (laughs) (laughs) but then my husband his company said do you want to um, move out the west coast and we're coming up for a break so I can finish this story after the break all right we'll go to a break and we'll be right back Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Too many times, the medical profession tries to treat addicts with addictive medication. It's like putting them in a chemical straitjacket. This only masks the problem, but does nothing to cure it. The allopathic model for treating addiction has turned out to be a huge failure. The holistic model holds much more promise for treating and curing addiction. On total health recovery from addiction to super health. Join host Sadhu Khalsa and his guests. 
to learn about treatments and services that work. Learn how to heal yourself and transform your life. Listen Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Now, Linda, you were telling a story, so you're going to finish it. Do you oh, remember yeah. what you were so, <laughs> um, Really, I did create the move out to BC. So I finished with the fact that he'd been offered a position in the Okanagan and he didn't want to take it. So, I don't know, it was months later. And, he's, and he was down in the East Coast driving back um, as he works for an RV company, a manufacturer. And he said, they called me up and asked if I wanted to move to BC. I want to move out and take over the West Coast. And I said, well, of course you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, I want to think about it. <laughs> and I really, every part of me, went, I really literally had to bite my tongue. I was like inside, I'm like, what do you mean you want to think about it? <laughs> so I just bit my tongue and thought, okay, universe, you, this is full, This is unfolding. You know, this is what I wanted. So I got to trust that it's all going to work out. And, and it did. I just left him alone with it. And he wanted to move to BC as well. We both we both love it out here. So it worked out beautifully, and here we are. And that was such a concentrated effort on my part. There was actually a lot of fun whilst I was doing it. <laughs> and so you can, can have fun. And that dreaming really is a big part of it. But then you have to step through those doors when they open, right? Mm-hmm. Willing to receive. Yeah, you have to be willing to receive. Yeah. I think and you that, have to be willing to ask questions. They were, his company was prepared to um, uh, pay, well, they were paying our moving costs, so all of our furniture coming out here. Well, we bought a townhouse and none of our furniture would fit. And so here, ask a question, you know, you talk about asking questions. I said, honey, do you think maybe they just give us the cost of the moving rather than moving everything out? We'll arrange everything. And because it was significant. And they said, 
Oh, yeah, sure. So then I just sold all our furniture, and used furniture gets peanuts, mm-hmm. really. It's like doesn't mean anything to anyone, really. And I bought all new furniture. You know? Well, how cool is that? <laughs> that was very cool. But again, that's you think, I get brand new furniture for home. We moved with one chair, a couple of stools, and a bench, literally. We bought a bed to be delivered, which hadn't arrived when we were there. We bought sofas to be delivered that weren't there. So it was all these things. And so then that's a whole other journey and adventure, right? And Mm -hmm. I got myself all worked up over house hunting, all all sorts of stuff. But you just kind of got to take a deep breath and think, well, I got this far. Really, it's not like someone's going to come along and poke you and push you backwards if you think that's going to happen likely that's what will happen but that's how i approach things come this far the universe isn't going to blow it up on me now (laughs) right (laughs) but some people wait for that other shoe to drop and if you think that you're going to find i guarantee you that other shoe will more than likely drop it's all about the healthy energy of our body you know what we our vibration what we expect Mm -hmm. in life And it sounds so simple, and I know for people that are in the depths of despair um, will have difficulty believing it can be that simple, but I urge you to find the tools that will help you to begin to find your way in. There's so many different paths to find your way into that through books, YouTube videos, all sorts of things. Just ask the question, and you can literally go, I don't know what to do anymore. I need help, uh, which is what I how I found meditation. I don't know what to do anymore, God. I don't like me. I don't like my who I am right now. And then, you know, someone mentioned something to me, and John Gray's on Oprah talking about meditation. So all these things just kind of pointed unfolded. to that. Yeah, but if you don't kind of surrender in the midst of your despair, and then receive what is offered to you. Well, and maybe it's somebody that you need to talk to. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're here. We're more than happy to coach people along, talk to them, give them bars, different perspective. I think that's one of my, my gifts is, yeah. is helping somebody yeah. see a different perspective. And quite often it's, you know, somebody's in and they're talking in a session and it's how they're talking to themselves. That's my biggest thing is how we talk to ourselves and if you can just shift it a little bit or see it a little bit differently, then it's it just opens a doorway for more space within themselves, I think, to yeah, be them. Yeah. And, and I know for me, there's times where I can't get out of it, even though I know tons of tools and oh, I know yeah. what to do. And yeah. I just need that other person to be there and ask me a few questions. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> now I get it. Now I'm back to being me. Yeah. And just for those of you who don't know what the bars are, the 32 points in your head that relate to life on planet Earth is how I explain it. <laughs> <laughs> and it just creates more ease in your body. Like, I love our bars exchanges. Oh, we you know, have not so much just fun. Margo, but there's a group of people get together and it's kind of um, some of the same people show up and then someone else, it'll, it'll all just kind of show up. Sorry, I thought I thought four we were minutes. here and thought, Oops. Four minutes till close <laughs> for the radio show. So... Um, all the points on the head that you know you're just touching them and um, releasing. And then they correspond to things like money, creativity, aging, joy, or sadness and joy. Sex, so some of those ideas, health, 
so as we're working on those, we're helping to release our thoughts, feelings, and judgments. So when we get together, if somebody's got something going on, we're going to talk about it and help them clear it. And it usually relates to all of us on some level, in some way. And, you know, we have a lot of fun and there's the laughter. And I think laughter is something that is, is, is big and just being able to laugh at silly things. Oh, we laugh. (laughs) For one summer, I did some really silly things, and I, I was visiting my friend, and I would always try to bring up the silly things about what I had done. I think I branded myself with a hairdryer. <laughs> at the trailer, and I pulled it out of the wall, and I bent down, and it's like, oh, my God, I seem to have this imprint here. <laughs> uh, so the ability to laugh at ourselves is, is, a, is a good gift. It is. It is. And, and it's better to laugh at yourself than anyone else. Well, even well, laugh with depends people. <laughs> how funny they're being. Something I was going to say is that when you are stuck in a place, questions that we use, you've probably heard them numerous times on this show, is what else is possible? How does it get any better than this? And you may need to repeat it a few times until you can get out of it. And there was one other thing I was going to say. What's the gift in this? Because sometimes we get, oh, my God, something's happened to me. And yet there's usually a reason. And if you can look for the gift in it, it can help switch it up. Hmm. So I'm going to use an example. When I was taking a class, I was in a car accident. And what was the gift in it came up. And what it was was the the engine in my car actually needed to be replaced or the transmission. And by having the car accident, it brought that up to be done while it was under warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is about asking questions, and I, it, just to make this clear, is that you're not often going to get the answer immediately. You may, if it's just to do with, um, you know, should I eat this today? this for the breakfast or you know your body can tell you right away but sometimes when it's just stuff you're asking the questions and then you're just letting it hang out there and then you know someone will say something to you that answers that it could be really silly you can wonder well how come this happened like that and someone comes along you know some general world event and someone else comes along gives you a piece of information that you needed so it's the information will come to you. It's not always immediate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go to a closing of our show today. So, Linda, thank you so much for coming and playing with me. It was fun. It was fun. We were doing Facebook Live for those on you on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> we played with it all today. And we will wrap up our Facebook Live after we wrap this up. But yeah. thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? They can get in touch with me through my website, www.goforthejoy.com. And there's a contact button there. Cool. Uh, I'll get back to people within 24 hours. I do readings, bars, um, clearings, um, and I can do readings over the phone or Skype or FaceTime or yeah, or FaceTime. Cool. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can get in contact with me, healthyenergy at shaw.ca, or cell 778-828-8005. Next week will be a surprise guest. <laughs> so have a magical week. Do something joyful. Find some joy in your heart and spread that into the world and be do something kind for yourself. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margot Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margot. 
We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 